0: Okay, day three of CROSS 2018, and I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by the CEO of uh, Medical Detection Dogs, who is Claire Guest, and also Kate Humble. Uh, Ladies, thank you very much indeed for joining me here at CROSS. Great to see you both, and uh, Claire, I'll come to you first for yourself and the charity. Today Mm -hmm. is a, a very special day, isn't it?
1: It is indeed because it's our tenth anniversary this year. I can't believe it. I can't believe ten years have gone. <laughs> but um, this is a very sort of significant time. Not just because, you know, we are ten years old, but actually because of the um, acceptance now for the work that the dogs are doing has just grown so much and it's very, very exciting.
0: Great. And if you're gonna have a tenth birthday, who better? Kate, who better for for someone to come along for you to cut it and that's what you did so so well i was really honored to be (laughs) the cake cutter for today
2: but i um came across the work of medical detection dogs um a few years ago and met claire and heard claire's extraordinary story about the um, beginnings of this really pioneering uh work life-saving and it is life-saving work you know that's a term that's bandied around a lot but this really is and um, just to be here today, to be here amongst people who have benefited hugely from the work of medical detection dogs, whose lives have been changed and saved by the work of medical detection dogs, is, well, that's worth cake cutting,
0: it's certainly nothing is. Else. And you've seen it firsthand, haven't you, Kate?
2: I absolutely have. I've been to the center at Milton Keynes. I've seen the dogs, um, the, the cancer detection dogs being trained See how they, uh, they they pick out from a range of samples the one that they have been trained to pick out. you know people are very skeptical about the idea of a of a dog playing doctor. you know Could a dog really diagnose a human condition like cancer better than a medical professional or some kind of specialist testing piece of kit but what we 've got to remember is that dogs have noses better than any piece of machinery any piece of technology that anyone can come up with and what claire and her team have done is understand the effectiveness of that nose but also understand the quite extraordinary relationship that we two species have between each other and it's that relationship that allows these dogs to want to tell us that something is up, that something is wrong. And so it's Claire's kind of knowledge and experience of dog behaviour, plus that, you know, unbeatable piece of kit that the dog has, its nose, that makes them so valuable to us as a human race.
0: It certainly does. It's all in the sniffing, Claire, I think, at the end of the day, isn't it? And, uh, you know, that's what it comes down to. They do seem to have this amazing ability, which, again, you and the, the charity have seen now for a number of years. Can you put your finger on exactly? Well, what it is, to, uh, Claire?
1: Well, 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 as Kate said, I mean, it's actually a combination of two things. So, the dogs have got this incredible sense of smell, yeah. 300 million sensory receptors. So, us humans, we've got 5 million. A human uh, with a good sense of smell might be able to smell a teaspoon of sugar in a cup of tea. Uh, one of our detector dogs can go down to parts per trillion. So, what's that? Well, it's a teaspoon of sugar in the volume of water that we put into two Olympic swimming pools. Wow. So, we're talking about an incredible sense of smell. Combined with that, we've got, we've got an animal that's lived alongside us and assisted us for many, many centuries. So not only are the dogs able to do this with their fantastic sense of smell, but they want to do it. And that's the incredible yeah. bit. They want to do it. They love doing it. They almost say to us, why didn't you tell us you wanted to know? We'd have told you years ago. So it's that sort of step forward, and that's what makes this so unique and so exciting.
0: If only they knew what they were doing and how you know, much you and so many people do well, appreciate it. It's
2: not yeah. so much the dogs, it's us. Well, you it know, is, that's the what thing I mean. is, the dogs probably have been telling us for years, yes. and we've been ignoring Listen them. Listen to me. Listen yes, to me. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, what needs to happen now, and it's happening, um, but, you know, I would like to see it happen an awful lot faster is, you know, uh, the, the, the medical profession, the, uh, the charities that work with conditions like cancer really embracing this pioneering research and saying how can we use it best how can we use it most effectively how can we speed up diagnosis so that people don't get cancer um or or don't get diagnosis at a stage where it's too late to do anything about it you know this is the thing that these dogs can do claire can claire can vouch for it because my goodness it happened to her
0: can you briefly tell us about your story claire because you may be ceo of the charity but once again as kate has just rightly said you know you know, mm-hmm. from from experience Absolutely. don't you just Absolutely. how valuable that early detection is
1: so almost certainly I wouldn't, wouldn't be here today and um, it was uh, my dog Daisy who was actually being trained as a prostate cancer detector dog she was trained on bladder cancer and prostate cancer but she lived alongside me she slept on my bed and um, uh, for over a sort of short period she started to behave a bit differently around me sort of big brown eyes sort of staring at me and then um, one day staring at me and nudging me in the chest um Her behaviour was unusual. It wasn't sort of Daisy's normal behaviour, so it led me to sort of feel my chest, and I felt a sort of bruised area. To cut a long story short, I was diagnosed with a very early stage, but a very, very deep-seated breast cancer. I was 44 at the time, um, and my surgeon said that had Daisy not drawn my attention to it because it was so deep, it was just above my heart. That by the time it had grown, I'd have probably been very, very seriously unwell. And he actually um, having been told this story he became a believer mm-hmm. and he then became a supporter of our work and actually was involved in one of our clinical trials so that the fact that daisy saved my life and very very sadly daisy passed away three weeks ago so it's a very difficult conversation i'm having with you um re-inspired me to think well she saved my life we've got to find out how these dogs are doing it they've got something so important and I'm very pleased to say that just over the last few months, we now have um, a, a, a quantum physicist, I'm not sure what quantum physicists do, but they do, <laughs> um, who's at um, MIT in the US. Um, he's made a, a bioelectronic nose and he wants to work with the dogs. He wants to learn from the dogs what cancer smells like. And hopefully, within the next five years, there will be a system that will be based on what daisy did for me and it will save thousands of lives around the world
0: fantastic and i believe if i'm right from reading the notes the the research in the uk continues as well at other forms of detection and other illnesses as well and i would have Mm -hmm. thought that you're you Mm -hmm. know delighted that that work continues as well delighted!
1: and i mean parkinson's disease for example we've started working on parkinson's disease there's been no progress made whatsoever over the last hundred years in the diagnostics of Parkinson's disease. It's diagnosed by damage. So when your brain becomes so damaged you can no longer walk or coordinate correctly. And unfortunately, sadly, my father was diagnosed 18 months ago. They say, oh we think we've got you've got Parkinson's, let's give you medication to see if it improves. That's 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 how rude, that's how basic the, the diagnostics is. Dogs can smell Parkinson's easily. We now realise this. I mean this is a smell that's really jumping out at them. Um, Within weeks, they can tell you with a a sample, a a little sample from the back of somebody's neck, a a sweat sample, has got the characteristic odour of Parkinson's disease. Imagine what a difference that's going to make to diagnostics and to treatment. They think that Parkinson's disease might start 30 years before the the advanced symptoms. So, you know, the the chances of being able to delay those awful symptoms is is, is huge once we know somebody's got it. So, incredibly excited. Bacteria is another Dogs can smell bacteria easily, but not only can they smell them, they can detect them against other bacteria or viruses, even. Now, bacteria are probably one of the biggest threats to, uh, to health in the future. And dogs are saying, hey, we, we know a lot
0: about we bacteria. Just ask yeah, us. <laughs> just ask us, which we should have done, as you were saying earlier, Kate. Yeah. Um, you're an ambassador for the charity, which you jumped on the bandwagon and said, I'd love to be one. How can you make that work? How do you w- work with, you know, the role as an ambassador? What's the best way for you to do it, Kate?
2: Well, it's actually, you know what, it's the easiest ambassadorial role ever because kind of the dogs and the work that the dogs do speaks for itself. <laughs> and, you know, for me, I think uh, what what's so exciting is being involved and aligned with a charity that is moving so fast, you know. I don't know, we first talked about Parkinson's only two years ago and and, and then it was a kind of is there a possibility that dogs might be able to detect Parkinson's and now, you know, in that short space of time they're proving that they can you know, this is a charity that to me is doing it's a doing charity and that's really important for me it's it's a a charity that is identifying need and going out and coming up with solutions for it well who wouldn't want to be an ambassador for that
0: it's fantastic to be involved isn't it well once again Claire happy 10th birthday to yourself and the charity (laughs) um charities though they do depend on assistance as much as funds are concerned and it's a financial thing as well how can people get in touch and help you continue obviously the the fantastic work you're doing our
1: website um and uh, medical spread the word if anybody wants to yeah get involved and also of course legacies are incredibly important and one thing i would say is it's some a subject we don't like to talk about we're all embarrassed we're british um but you know if anybody leaves a legacy to us i can assure them that it will save many 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 lives in the future
2: And can I just say a huge thank you to a lady who turned up here at Crafts with a significant, I'm not going to say how much, but a significant amount of money in her bag to give two medical detection dogs because she didn't trust online banking. She brought it in cash with herself and it was a significant amount. So whoever you are, you wonderful woman, thank you very, very much. Thank you.
0: Thank you to her. That uh, is going to make such a difference. And thank you to you, Kate. Uh, Again, great role that you play and you're so passionate about the charity and well done to you and the fantastic work that you do, Claire, at the charity. Just very, very quickly, what was the cake like was it a good cake did it well, taste it, nice I, it looked we, lovely I, it's,
1: it's a fruit cake actually it oh, was had it? and it had a picture of my beautiful dog daisy embossed on it so to me it's the perfect cake i'm a celiac so i couldn't try it so ah, i'm relying on, I'm right. on kate to tell me <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> and i haven't had a chance yet because you keep interviewing me. i'm sorry i must say do
0: excuse the pun but you were very humbled because kate was very aware of the fact that you were going to cut it and then you know deface you know, the cake which I, is always know, the bad thing yeah, you took a I picture know. before you did that did, didn't you i kate? did so. it was a very beautiful cake but And you cut it very nicely indeed. But again, Kate, Claire, thank you so much indeed. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.